Hi, welcome to Boys Planet, the show where two boyfriends recap the Mnet K-pop boy band survival show Boys Planet, and none of your faves are safe. Insert joke here. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode seven, so this was just more performances. This was eight performances, which was a lot, but a lot this of the meatiest talk episode we've seen. <laughs> meatiest talk we've seen so far. So the first performance is Law. This is Park Hanbin. He was the leader, and he got first place. This was Yedam, Eugene, Wang Zuhao, and Camden. This was my dream team. I mean, this was, even in the preview, I was like, I love, I don't care about Eugene, he's fine, but he fits well here, but mm -hmm. I love this lineup. Like He looks like Camden, I kept getting confused. I know, yeah. They were dressed like they jumped out of an airplane to go to a punk show. These are the zombies you shoot in <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Oh no. <laughs> I loved it. I had never heard the song before, and I thought the song was very catchy. Mm hmm I wrote, where is the rapping in this rap battle? Yeah, I mean, this is the trick with the dual position, is like, one's gonna get the short shrift, and I felt like in the last episode, episode six, the ones that were supposed to be dance weren't really that dancey, and this to me felt like this is a true dance performance, like, but then the rapping is gonna get the short end of the stick. I thought Camden was great, as usual. Yeah, he had the most lines, I think. Eugen said three sentences. Game, it's over. <laughs> Yeah, they were just really good. It, was, it looked really hard. I thought they had what looked like the hardest choreography because they were doing something from a dance show. Whereas like in the last episode when and when they're doing Love Killer, they're doing a lot of like posing, but this was a complete 180 where these guys were like not mugging at all. They were just, it looked like a workout. No, they didn't have just, time to mug. There's no time. Yeah, honestly. And Law won the category too, rap dance, which to me was like the other two categories were won by like the most popular groups. Like they're like, oh, of course it's Love Killer. Oh, of course it's Tomboy. But I'm like, Law, thank you. The one that was supposed to win won. Yeah. Next was Man Love. This was Tay-Ray, someone named Dong-Yol, someone named Ujin, and then Mingyu. Yeah, this was like two main characters and two people we had never seen. I don't know. I feel like now that I've seen enough of these shows, because I started with Produce 48, I'm like, okay, this is the one where they give them four light-up microphones, and they sing behind the light-up microphones, and then they step in front of the light-up microphones. I mean, I was like, mm. this is fine, and they will not be winning this category, but they did great. Yeah. They were just like Arthur. Yeah. I didn't understand that at all because the song that they're doing by Infinite, I mean, I know they're rearranging, but Infinite, this era for them was, they're wearing like really crazy suits with like flower patterns and like weird hats. And I just wanted some of that energy, but Mingyu was the best. And I feel weird saying that, but like Mingyu popped the most for me. He was fun. He had stupid glasses. He was like yelling like, Sori Jila at the audience. And his like rap was kind of good because he's so loud. And you might as well just go to the Diane from Kepler School of Rapping, which is just yell. And sometimes <laughs> for some people that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I think he popped the most. Yeah. Tay Ray was like great. Yeah, Tay Ray's good. I don't know. There's just not much flavor there. Tay Ray reminds me of the people that would go on X Factor or American Idol and they would sing with their eyes closed. That was a thing on those shows. And they would always be like, Nicole Scherzinger would be like, honey, I love you and we love how emotional you are, but you have to perform to this audience and open your eyes and be here with us. And Tay Ray feels a little bit like that. Like he's so emotional into his actual act of singing. And I'm like, Mingyu's the flip or Mingyu is like, I'm just here to have fun with the crowd. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the people that are having fun are popping out so much more in these kinds of shows. Yeah. Oh, God. Rush hour. <sighs> this is great. This is like... This was a traffic jam. Th 
This is almost like I'm looking at the names of like, okay, Takuto, Ricky, Majing Xiang, Hiroto, and Sungmin. It makes no sense. This, I feel like the flip of Zoom almost. In what way? Zoom was like five kind of. Oh, five characters. Five characters, and it made like an amazing whole. And this was like five characters, and like it, no. <laughs> It didn't come together. I even noticed it. I'm really bad at, at watching dancing, but watching this, I was like, are they not take? Are they not in sync? And then the judges were like, they're not in sync. Yeah, you could tell. I usually and I usually lines. can't really, but it would look to, it just looked messy. I think if Ricky was not in the group, it would have felt more cohesive because Ricky is just has his own kind of presence and just seems like a fully realized character. And then no one else was like at that level, so he stuck out like a sore thumb. Ricky and Takuto is never gonna make sense. There's no world that they are in a group together. I wrote down that Sungmin, the leader, should have been squeezing everyone's butts before the performance. <laughs> and usually I think it's weird when people squeeze, like when athletes squeeze each other's butts, but I was like, that's the energy that this needed was like, this is silly and this is fun and we're being stupid. And like, ooh, did Sungmin squeeze my butt? Hiti, let's go on stage. Like that's what it needed. They were not having fun. They were like, let's get this over with. Takuto took me out of it a little bit too because you could see he was just trying to keep up and execute like a wonky backflip. Like, it, oh, the backflip he, was awful. That was one of those where when... Coming from somebody who can do that move that he's doing, I'm like, oh, it's scary. Oh yeah, and he's like a little gymnast, you guys. Not good, but I can do that backflip. Poor Takuto, because like Ricky raps and is like cool and swag and then Takuto is like, Goo goo gaga. <laughs> well, he's dressed like a baby. He's like baby flash microphone. <laughs> he's dressed like he's dressed like Parappa the Rapper, like fell in glitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, limousine was the surprise of a century. I said call Cosmic Girls because this was art. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense <laughs> to people that are not the two of us. You guys, we watch Queendom. We have we have lots of inside jokes that Cosmic Girls thinks that they're art. They think they're better than Picasso and we love them for it. <laughs> they're delusional. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, limousine was Christian, Anthony, and Jihoo. Weird trio, but great trio. I don't know. I loved Limousine. It's, I thought it was amazing. I loved it. I told Miles, I was like, this is like a high schooler and two junior high students that he's <laughs> teaching. But I don't, it just felt, it didn't feel like a cover. It felt like something new and something fresh. They all, like, wrote down... They all were like, we're giving ourselves storylines. I thought it was... I mean, it was just very smart. And I think it's something that people will be remembering... Will be referencing years later. Yeah. Because I think it's easy for the three people performances to get lost. This was almost like the My House from Girls Planet of this season to me. Where it felt like they really rearranged it. The styling was great. I love this. They had the best staging. The staging where they had that high platform that they were going in and off. And then like when Christian was on it and it projected his live image behind him, like how does Limousine get all that and then feel special <laughs> gets nothing? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, Jihoo. I loved his voice. Great voice. Great rapper. Christian, I've always liked his voice ever since his unaired audition. And it was <laughs> great to hear a lot of it. Like, I just think his voice is really nice. He just seems like a professional. It makes me feel like guilty that I'd stop voting for him. But I only had six people to vote for. I don't know. And I think Christian should just go solo. And he's such a solo yeah. artist to me. Like he's a star. Or do a duo with Ricky or something. I don't know. Yeah, him and Ricky should. Yeah. And it was nice to hear Anthony. It was nice actually across this episode to hear all the people that were sick, like Anthony or Ichan, not sick anymore. And you could you could be like, oh, here's what Anthony can actually do. Yep. 
And they gave him a giant jacket so he didn't look like as scary skinny. Like you guys were kind of freaked out by Anthony sometimes because <laughs> he looks like a spider monkey baby skeleton, but he looks like a cartoon snake. <laughs> yeah, like but... in Crash Bandicoot or something. Like that's the vibe I get from him. The jacket helped. Um, I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about Feel Special yet. Feel Special made me feel something. Okay. It made me feel sad. I cried during watching it. You did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Why? I cried because we were the dance teacher whose name I never know. The like the shorter one. Yeah, the short dance teacher. I could tell that he was starting to cry just even before the show like made it more clear. And then I started to cry because that's how these shows can get me. Is like when it's usually when someone is fighting so hard for their dream that it makes another person cry. And it makes me cry. <laughs> so I started crying because it's so emotional. It's like someone like Woongi is putting on like the best performance of his life, but it doesn't matter because it's probably he may or may not stay till next episode. And it's like that desperation. It's so raw. And someone was cutting onions up here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this was Woongi, Schwaibo, someone named Dongan. Oh, Dongan, we have to talk about him. And then Jean Sheen. Him? We have to talk about her. There was a woman on that stage. There was a biological woman. <sighs> Guys, Dongan is so beautiful. I know that people are entranced with like Schwaibo, but Dongan is like needs to be a drag queen now. Plus Tiara needs to like put him up in drag. Yes. Dongan's face is so carved out. Like he has such a such amazing bone structure and is he has this crazy snatched like eye shape already and then they put red lipstick on him and I'm like RuPaul's Drag Race season 16 like and I think he was like wearing a woman's blouse. I was just like this is like a hot girl. Yeah. We stand. <laughs> I don't know that's what he's that's trying to get. Pick. That's my one pick. That's my one pick tone I thought this was the best segment of Boys Planet. Oh, really? Yeah, because it just... I mean, Woongi, we love. He's just a great character, and he seems, like, fun. Fun, and, but also taking it seriously, which is a great balance. Yeah. And for him to just be like, why aren't you guys fighting? I'm fighting. Yeah. I know. He really impressed me a lot. When they were like, um, you guys didn't switch up the choreography. Can you, like, switch up the choreography? And then the group was like, Woongi, can can you switch up the choreography? And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, no... No hesitation. No hesitation. And they were like, I don't know, but do we have enough time? He's like, it doesn't matter. They like, asked us to do it, and we have to do it. Yeah. I wish the producers of the stage had given them more behind them. Because they were just kind of dancing in front of, like, a placard that said Feel Special. I loved the remix. I like that version <laughs> of Feel Special a lot. And I loved the choreography. That also made me emotional. The choreography was really fresh to me and cool. How they're like putting their hands on top of each other. A lot of things where they're rotating around each other to get up and down. Like Yeah, it didn't feel that K-pop-y. No. But it's probably because it's done by a non-professional. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, maybe that's fresher. Be like, yeah, it's it's like when you look go to a museum and you look at what they call like naive art, where it's like these people weren't trained, mm -hmm. but it's amazing. Okay, not spring love. Or cherry blossoms. This was Pak Doha, Lee Da Ul, and Yi Chan. It was two zero stars and the fifty second seat. Seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just wrote yawn. I don't know. It. It was nice to hear Yi Chan like not ill, kind of like Anthony. Like to actually hear his actual vocal tone and his voice is really nice. But it was just boring. I don't know, guys. Like every year they stick people with this concept where it's like here's your beret and here's your pink cardigan and, and there's gonna like, be cherry blossoms floating down behind you. It just doesn't give rewatchability. No. Okay, Butterfly. <laughs> um, Butterfly is Kong, Brian, someone named Junsa, and then Quan Jui. Andy, can you sing a little bit of the song for us? 
It's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> this song is weird. It's, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. It was like dog whistles. Kong's voice was amazing. I thought they all sounded good. I yeah, think, they did. Also. Except Junsa, but Brian, Kwanjui, and Kong, I'm like, they're all doing, this is what the song is. And they're, they're, they're all falsettoing pretty high, too. Yeah. Brian is boring. Is he like, yeah, that's having really... an out of body experience because, like, he looks dead. The trainers kind like... of asked for that a little bit, though. They were like, calm down the facial expressions, don't breathe so hard at the end of these words. Like, they like, they, the trainers pointed to Brian in the, thing it was like brian's doing great because he's not putting too much on it but so i appreciate it i was like this is cool to see how the trainers are really trying to shape the emotion of this performance with the trainees and quandry was like the clear that was a stand-up for me was quandry when he did that flip up i know i mean he was doing the dance and he was doing super high notes i'm not sold on the white hair but the show wants to do this they were like we want to do an angelic moment Tomboy, we're going to next. I mean, that's the last song of the episode. That was Hui, who was the leader, Sung Hanbin, Ganuk, and then Zhang Hao, who got first. Zhang Hao in the purple pants. Looking sexy. Yeah, I liked how Zhang Hao styled a lot. Because he's just like a little tiny angel boy. And they were like, but now he's your older teen sister. She's got hey. a driver's license. <laughs> Hot emo teenager. Yeah. Okay, this, the show makes such a fuss about certain songs like Love Killa and Tomboy, and they're like, it's the Avengers team, we're gonna show it in both episodes, and it's, it's kind of sad because it builds up almost too much hype for the song to be able to deliver on, because Tomboy is good, but I don't think it needed so much hyping. Like, if it had just been slotted in between, like, Feel Special and Cherry Blossoms, we would have been like, okay, fun, yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. But it's this, like, grand finale, it puts so much on its shoulders. I enjoyed that Sung Hanbin was singing a lot, and that we saw, like, a lot more vocally that he can do that we've ever than we've ever seen before, yeah. and that was cool to discover more from him. Yeah, I was impressed by him. I don't know. I just thought it should be more. I wanted it to be more impactful. I thought they all did great. What took us out was a lot of garbled English. There was about a third of the song is just gobbledygook. Yeah, that took us out. And I'm like, this song is already garbled. Yeah, like what. G Idol's doing, especially what the main rapper leader of G Idol's doing is, is she already is so stylized and affected in her pronunciations and then they're affecting on top of that and it's like, it's just a lot. I, I'm like, how do we strip it back and go back to zero? Here's my metaphor for this. In Mommy Dearest, like, Faye Dunaway thought that this was like a serious movie. She thought she was doing like full seriousness, but then it came out as like total camp. And to me, that's what G Idol is. Like, they think they're doing art, but it's camp. And I don't think that these boys realize how campy it is. And they just think, like, this is, like, a hard song. We're rock stars. Like, yeah, we're rock stars. But I'm like, but the song is silly and stupid. And you guys are trying to be... I don't feel like they didn't quite get the essence of the song. Hui did a little bit at the beginning. Hui looked batshit crazy. <laughs> like, I work at an expensive restaurant, and I see women with their face pumped with filler. And that's what Hui looks like to me. I'm just like, he looks like a middle-aged woman with, like, fake cheekbones. And then he had those stupid glasses, and then he threw them off, and then he's, like, doing a tear down his face. I, I was like, that. that's at the beginning. when That's when his first part. Are you saying like, that's camp? Yes, and I'm like, that's camp. Like, Hui is doing camp, but then they try to make it to rock after that. Yeah. I thought Hui did the best. Yeah, Hui was great. Also, uh, again, I'm looking at this stage. They had a great stage with all the platforms, and I'm like, feel special? What the <laughs> <laughs> I know it feels special. I think the, like... The non-dance stages got more props and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, 
Can Field Special get a confetti drop or something? Yeah, other one's got like a flag. So and... Yeah, something. <laughs> Field Special get a jean jacket. <laughs> are, we, are we too hard on the aces? Guys, I don't know. It's easy to be hard on the people that they're shoving down our throats. Cause I'm like, I don't want to eat this. I don't want this pill. That's I think why we're we just push against them. Yeah, it's a little bit like the show wants you to think that you're just watching like the most amazing performance. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, so we have like a knee jerk reaction. We're like, but it's not, but that was limousine. Yeah. <laughs> like limousine just like there was more heart to yeah. it. I feel like I'm gonna like think about limousine for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Okay, it's question time y'all. Okay, what was your favorite styling? Whose group do you want to slot into and wear their outfits? I'm gonna say two. Okay. Um, Butterfly looked so comfortable. What? They were wearing like silk pajamas. <laughs> I really... was just like, please get me this like easy breezy white pajama suit. Take me to Mykonos and call it a day. Um, and probably the coolest was Law. Yeah. Where they're like, I loved those. Yeah, Resident Evil characters. Yeah. Okay, and then we were talking about this too, like who stuck out that didn't stick out to you before, and then who kind of faded away. Um, I would say who came to the forefront, Park Ji-Hoo, who I'd heard people liked in Hot Sauce, but I didn't really know anything besides that he wore a big ugly puffer jacket. And goggles. And goggles. And then who faded for me in the performance, Park Hanbin. Oh, really? My issue with the law group is it's so homogenous. But, I mean, he got a great edit on the show, and, like, the background stuff made him not fade. But that group is, like, they all kind of are, like, styled the same, look the same. They don't have, each have, like, distinct personalities. Is that bad? No. Are you surprised? Yeah. No, but it makes sense. To me, Park Hanbin is really good at catching the camera and he has a very unique face that I think works on stage. He has this crazy like sharp bone structure face that I feel like to me always picks up on camera so mm -hmm. I can always kind of find him. Um, I also was thinking Jihoo from Limousine was like, I mean, I did notice him in Hot Sauce, but I was like, oh wow, we're hearing his voice. His voice is really nice. He's rapping. He's a leader of the group. Um, oh, Faden. Takuto? I mean, Taco Joe, I'm never going to not know where he is, but I felt like just energy-wise, talent-wise, it was just, he was just, like, fading away to nothing, is how it felt. Like, this felt like the end of Taco Joe. I feel like Taco Joe couldn't stand the heat, and it's time to get out of the kitchen. Yeah. He was just, like, in I mean, over his head. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our episode. That was a lot of performances. Next week, we're going to Detroit next weekend, so I don't, we don't know what the plan Having is yet. a fan meetup in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> fan meeting. <laughs> Um, we, I don't know. We don't have a plan yet for like how and when we're going to record. We might record on the road. The next episode might come out like a day late. We don't really know. Or if the elimination episode's boring, we might take a week off. I'm not taking a week off. <laughs> um, this was Gay's Planet. I'm Miles. The producer. Oh, producer. Star producer. Shiny producer. Mm-hmm. Protect to... our shiny boy <laughs> producer. Uh-huh. This is Andy. Also participated. <laughs> <laughs> Rank 52. Oh, Yeah. Um, my coworker Ann made our logo. Thank you for listening. If you want to follow us on social, like I'm on Instagram and Twitter at UGFine, which is U-G, type the letter H six times, fine. And I'm Andrew with three E's, one zero eight. But that's our episode, fighting. <laughs> fighting. <laughs> <laughs>